Pastor Justin Krupski with you all here at Bringing It Home. I'm excited that you've tuned in. Uh, today what we want to talk about in the issue of parenting is are you a friend or a foe? Right? How do we love our children but with tough love and certainly encourage them and discipline them, love them, champion them, cherish them, uh, cheer for them? Right? How do we deal with big issues of life and the big question is are we their friend? Or are we their foe? How do we navigate through big, challenging things with them as their parents? Uh, I pray that you enjoy this podcast and that you learn a couple things and that you're able to bring it home. Hello, everyone. My name is Mark Freeman. I am a teacher here at Trinity Lutheran in Utica, Michigan. I'm the father of three wonderful children, and I'm here to share a little bit with you about parenting, being our kid's friend or foe. So on Wednesday of last week, we had an off-staff meeting where Pastor Justin handed out to us a little piece of paper, and on the piece of paper was a box. And we were supposed to write the answer to the following question that he asked us. And the question was, who has most shaped your spiritual, your faith life? So then we reflected on that, we all wrote our answers, and then we broke into groups of three, and then to share our answers and to share the reasons why. So the first person in our group was a gentleman, and he pulls out his piece of paper, and in his box he had written, uh, my father, and he's my best friend. And I thought, wow, that's an interesting way to describe your father. I don't know that I would describe my father that way, but every family is a little bit different, so that's all good. So then we went to the next person, and that person pulled out their piece of paper, and on their piece of paper they had written, my father. And by the way, he's my best friend. So now I'm thinking that's really weird that they both had the same answer. And then it got a little uncomfortable because my turn was next. And the answer to my question was not my father. Now, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. My father's a, a wonderful man. He wasn't a bad person. He loved me. He loved our family. Uh, he provided for us. He coached Little League. There's always food on our table. It was just that being a spiritual leader of our household was not something that he saw as an important role. Certainly being my best friend was not on his radar. So that got me thinking, was he right? Is it my job to be the spiritual leader of my family and to be my kid's best friend? I know I would love for my kids to write either my or my wife's name in that box someday if they ever get this same exercise. How about you? Who would you want your kids to write in their box? You? So I have two thoughts that might help us with this. The first is from a famous book by Stephen Covey called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Many of you have probably read it. The second habit in that book is begin with the end in mind, which means if our goal is to have our name in the box when the kids, our kids get asked that question, then we need to start focusing on that right now. So how do we do it? How do we be the ones to help shape our kids' faith and how do we balance being their friend and being their parent? The simple answer is doing it by faith with the Lord's help. By focusing on our faith and the role Christ plays in our life and our kids' lives, we can balance the two. Hebrews 12:11 says, No discipline ever seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. I had an example of this balancing act this week between being friend and foe. Um, I had to meet with a family of one of my students, 
and we had to discuss a behavior issue that needed to be corrected. We started our conversation with prayer, which is always a good place to start. And then I told the student that I wanted him to know that we were having this conversation out of love, that I needed them to know that I loved them, that their parents loved them, and most of all, Christ loves them. And there was nothing that we were gonna talk about this or any day that would change that one iota. However, there were behaviors that we were seeing that needed to be corrected in order to, for them to be successful. So there are two things on the table and that we're gonna mostly talk about the behaviors, but I don't want to lose perspective or lose sight of the fact that you are loved beyond measure. At that point in the conversation, you could feel the tension just evaporate. It, it completely changed the tension in the room and what we were talking about. And it made the conversation progress more smoothly. And actually, we had much better results, and I've actually seen some of the results of that um, as a result of taking that tact. To be honest with you, I can't remember very many conversations with my own kids where I did the same way. I look back at the meeting, at some of the meeting, and ask myself, could you imagine had you had taken the same approach with your own kids? The number of self-inflicted arguments you would have avoided. That's why I'm sharing this with you in hopes that you might help you the next time you have to discipline your child. The second tip I have is to meet them where they are, just like Christ meets us. Think of the last mistake you made. Now think of Christ's reaction to that mistake. Is it one of condemnation or one of understanding and love? Christ, by his very nature and purpose, took on flesh so that he could truly relate to our human nature. Philippians 2 says, In our relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking on the nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Meeting our kids where they are means trying to understand the context of what is happening from their perspective. You have to factor in their maturity level, their level of understanding of the issue they're facing, and most importantly, trying to help them determine a positive course of action that they can take. And then ultimately helping them maintain that path of where they want to go. It doesn't mean we take responsibility from them. It just means that we let them know that we're there with them and walking with them. While both these tips are very simple, they're not always very easy to do. So perhaps we can be our kid's friend and their parent at the same time by being patient and present with them and making sure that they understand that they are loved beyond measure and most of all, that we act toward them as Christ acts towards us. So I'd like to take a moment and say a prayer over all of us as parents. Dear Lord, thank you for this awesome privilege it is to be a parent and please grant us the resolve and patience to be the best stewards possible of the precious gifts that you've entrusted to us. In your heavenly name we pray, amen. <laughs>